0: everybody welcome back to wiki sports this is the way west stand we're joined as always by Rhett Conway. Rhett, how you doing i'm doing fantastic yeah i bet i bet so uh, arsenal won three to two over liverpool can you kind of set the stage of this rivalry coming into this match what what has it been like of late of late
1: i'm not even sure rivalry is the right word uh <laughs> of late they've had our number it, it's mm. been it's been awful uh I know that coming into this game, there was a lot of talk about, you know, Arsenal's a better side, they're in form. Um, we can argue over whether or not that was true, but I'm telling you as an Arsenal fan, you never felt that way. I mean, the last three, last four league matches, 2-0 defeat, 4-0 defeat, 3-0 defeat, and then two years ago, a 3-1 defeat.
0: We oh, okay. actually got one, yeah. so. <laughs> All right, so with that stage set, how awesome was it to see the game open up and in less than a minute, Arsenal score a goal.
1: It was it was fantastic. It was absolutely amazing. Um, like I said, I was at the beer garden. It is it was it was rambunctious. It was loud. People were still coming in, and right. the place was already been torn apart. It was just <laughs> it, it was it was great. Like all, all the emotions. I, I think the thing that's so big for us is like the North London derby is huge, right? But in a way, mm-hmm. we kind of expect to beat Spurs at home. Sure. If we go into Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in January, that'll be another thing. But we kind of ex- expect to beat Spurs at home. I, I never ex- expect to beat Liverpool and to be one up in within a minute. I mean, it's one-nil to the Arsenal. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess after that, um how are you kind of feeling how did the flow of the game go what was good what was bad where i guess what are your main takeaways
1: um my main takeaway i think is that this is one of the better liverpool games that they've played all season Mm -hmm. and i between our first goal and our second goal i do think that liverpool definitely had the run of play i think that they looked very very good Mm -hmm. i think there was a lot of things that they were doing right they looked like liverpool which is what we've grown to expect what my main takeaway from this game is, is Arsenal doesn't turn off. And if mm-hmm. they do slow down, they're able to turn back on. It's been a problem that we've had for years, where once we get down, it's kind of like, all right, that's it, same old Arsenal. And of course, it happened against Fulham earlier in the year. We were able to come back from a goal deficit with them. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Villa, same thing, we are able to turn it back on. Everyone's talking about the, new, uh, the Leicester City game, where we scored... Right after both their goals, and it's like, okay, you know, this is New York Summer all, but now we've done it against a team like Liverpool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we let them come back in. It was a great ball. I mean, that—that's Liverpool can do that. That first goal with Darwin Nunez setting it up, it's just, that's what they can do. That's what they're mm-hmm. supposed to be here for. That's why they have those guys but the ability to have that ball played through the box to Sokka in like the 46 minute was just, it was beautiful. It just, it was like, it was like a couple dummies. And then he was just standing there at the end. Allison's yelling for an offside. He was onside by a mile. It's just, yeah. I, and I know that people are going to say, you know, Liverpool shouldn't have made that mistake, but we're also there to take advantage of that.
0: Mistake. Right. Yeah. So big. Yeah. So obviously that was huge. I, Sokka, he had a, really good game with two goals the game winner i mean um can you talk a little bit about him and what he's uh how he's been doing this season saka has been
1: amazing Saka mm. is great down the wings he's great taking guys on he's great setting things up um one thing so for a lot of our new viewers who haven't necessarily been following soccer for a while yeah England got two penalty kicks in the euro finals in technically 2021 but it was a 2020 euros because uh, right. of COVID. Right, right. Saka had the last penalty, and his penalty was saved. And he went through a lot of the racist bullshit that people like to put out against a guy who doesn't make it, you know, in their team. And I'm, not, I'm not defending them in any way. It's just, you know, how crappy people are when their teams lose. Um, right. Arsenal did a wonderful thing where they got a bunch of letters in support of him. They put a whole wall up in London Colney. He gets to see it every day. And it's a big deal, but just... He he's 21 years old and to have the pose and composure that he has, everyone in the bar knew he was gonna score when he stepped up to that penalty. Mm-hmm. And to be a year, two years removed from that failed kick to he stepping up against Allison and Liverpool to take that penalty is just huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. The kid's 21 years old. Yeah, really young. and he looks like a baby still, but he's out there. <laughs> he's got two goals against Liverpool, he's fantastic. And then on the other side, Martinelli was just Again another young kid completely tearing him apart he assisted um Saka's first goal he's the one who scored Arsenal's first goal I mean mm-hmm. it was our young guns who really did it today
0: Yeah hey good for the future of the team when you got uh, younger players um so the penalty what did you see how did you feel about the call there I I got the vibe from watching that it was a little
1: Chippy. It, well, I, Liverpool I, thought so, of course. Um. I understand why people think it's not, And
0: mm.
1: to a point, I understand. I think he, my, my argument against it is if, if a foul is a foul in midfield, mm-hmm. it needs to also be a penalty. And I do right. think it was a penalty. And I also think, I forget who said it, but someone, one of the pundits said it exactly right. We can argue over it or not, but VAR is not going to call it a clear and obvious error. Mm-hmm. It was a kick through the back. Was it soft? Sure. I will say this. It was not against the run of play. Anyone mm-hmm. you talk to who watched that game thought that Arsenal deserved to win the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Would we have liked it to not be that penalty? Yes, I would have loved to win 4-1. But right. I, we earned that penalty. Even Klopp said they should have cleared the ball. They didn't clear the ball. They allowed mm-hmm. the ball to come back in. Thiago, who is not really a center defensive mid, he's more of the true midfielder attacking midfielder type got caught out gabby beat him to the ball I and mean, that that's the kind of thing that happens it's is it soft sure have i seen that called against arsenal absolutely uh, mm-hmm. one thing i do else i do also want to talk about i don't know what a handball is anymore i said <laughs> it to guys at the bar i i don't understand i understand why in the run of play the gabriel handball Potential handball, not called a handball, so I guess it wasn't a handball. But the Gabriel handball wasn't called. I don't know why VAR didn't come back to it. It's the type of thing that I think they are supposed to be here for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm really glad they didn't. Again, I think one of those games where if Liverpool did manage to get a draw from that, of course I would have changed the game completely. Right. But if Liverpool did manage to get a draw from that, everyone would be talking about how lucky they were to get away with that draw. Mm-hmm. And instead, at this point, I think that the best team on this day won. And I know a lot of Liverpool fans. I talked. You felt the same way. So, I don't know. Soft, sure, but technically a penalty, yes. Everyone expects that to be called at midfield. Right. Why do we suddenly not expect it to be called in the box?
0: So, hey, I mean that's just how people are, right? When it's like very effective, people are like, "What the hell?" But uh, hey, we'll take it because uh, at the end of the day, a wins a win. And uh, speaking of, still number one, still on top number of the one, league. 24 points so how how are you feeling at this point in the season to have 24 points oh i don't this is fantastic
1: we haven't had a start to the season like this since i think 06 07 maybe Mm. um only two teams have ever had this many points and not won the prem i think we will still turn into the third i think that manchester (laughs) city it's still just
0: they have so much depth yeah they have 23 points right now like they're right. Yeah, no, they're right.
1: There. They're right there. I mean, overcoming Liverpool is
0: huge. Mm-hmm.
1: Taking points out Liverpool. We've taken points off Spurs and I'm not even taking points off. One, you have three points off mm-hmm. each and everyone talks about, you know, old arsenal. Can't bring it against the top six. At this point, our mentality is there. I really think we can do it. That being said, I think what it's going to come down to, and I've said this before on the show is injuries and if you take the same amount of people off both Arsenal and Man City, Man City's in the better position.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just the way that it is. It's just the way the teams are set up. Man City's in a different area of their maturation process. Um, Robbie and Tim Howard on the NBC show were talking about, they can't believe where Arsenal is now. And the only reason why they're not saying that they're true title contenders is because it seems too early. And in a big way, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, Gabriel is starting to show some cracks in the back. This is our center back, Gabriel, not to be confused with our left winger, Gabriel, or our striker, Gabriel, or, mm.
0: you know, our center back.
1: Um, he, he's the one he's let in the last two goals for the Prem. I mean, mm. he he got beat on the first goal for Liverpool. He's the one who gave up the penalty against Spurs. To be fair, I still consider that to be mostly Xhaka's fault and not Gabriel, but it's a crack. I think it's a crack that's showing because of how good Saliba is. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, good thing to have, but we, we still need to, we either need to mature a bit or we need to get some depth. That mm-hmm. being said, today was a perfect example of how much better our depth is. Zinchenko's out on the left back. Everyone's thinking it's going to be Tierney. No, it's going to be Tommy Yasu who had a fantastic game. Was he a world beater? No, but for that, he's the bench guy for the bench guy to come in and play that way. was fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I, I think we have top four locked up, mm-hmm. which is a big thing to say this early in the season. And I'm knocking on wood for anyone who yes. thinks I'm not. <clears throat> I really think we have top four locked up. I think in a very real way, we probably have top two. I mm-hmm. don't know if Tottenham are going to be able to keep up with us. And apart from that, I don't know who else is close. I haven't seen enough consistency from United. Yes, they won today against Everton. Great. Everton's still one of my picks to possibly get relegated. I understand it's a rivalry, but um, Liverpool, we're now, and this is this is a big deal. So last season, we finished 23 points down on Liverpool, 23 mm-hmm. points us. Through nine matches, Liverpool have only played eight, so they have a game in hand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're 14 points up on them. Pretty That's nice. a swing. Yeah. That's a big swing, and a lot of that is Liverpool's dropping points, but a lot of that is us winning points. hmm so yeah, no, I am feeling good. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you know, we're winning top of the league, but right now it's gonna be another week where we are top of the league. And next week is Leeds. And after that, we should be top of the league. And the week after that is Southampton. And after that, we should be top of the league. Those are two games that we should just be winning far none. After that, it's Nottingham Forest, who's probably getting relegated. We should be top of the league. We don't have another. And I'm not saying let's take these games lightly, but I don't think we're going to. We don't have another possible we're going to drop points fixture until Chelsea, and that's November 6th. And then we have Chelsea, and then we have Wolves. Wolves look awful right now. Obviously, we're talking about a month from now. They They could pull it together. But Wolves look really bad. And once we do that, if we get through those string of games, top of the league, then we're looking at five to six weeks break for the World Cup. And you know what's going to be laying on people if Arsenal are top of the league that entire time. <laughs> but I'm also noticing, it's it's been very interesting, if you watch it as much as I do, The Shift, where at the beginning of the season Arsenal could make top four. Are mm-hmm. Arsenal strong contenders for top four? And then a couple weeks down it's, are Arsenal favorites for top four? And then a couple weeks after that it's, can Arsenal lose top four? And then now it's, are Arsenal actually title contenders? Yep. See? And I'm not saying we are, but, man, what a ride that is to watch that happen from are we even going to be in top four to, wait, are we actually going to, like, compete? Are we actually mm-hmm. going to be title contenders?
0: Hey, it's fun. Enjoy it, right? Like, nothing nothing you can do other than just watch and enjoy. Uh, is there anything else for this match that you wanted to talk about that I didn't give you a good transition into? Uh.
1: This match probably not. I think we covered everything. I mean, I could I could probably go on about this match for a long time. Um, right. But you know, absolutely, I thought Liverpool looked good. I don't think they looked as good. I think that it's going to be very different when we look at the reverse fixture, mm-hmm. just because we'll be in Anfield, which is still something we got to get off our backs, and uh, they'll be healthier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, Liverpool. I'm not. I'm not making this a. Excuse for Liverpool and most Liverpool fans won't make this mistake either. But they do have some injuries. Um, not necessarily top team guys, but they are playing Premier League Champions League, Premier League Champions League. You know, it's Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday. And that that can be very draining on you. I mean, when we played Bodo Glint, it was we had barely any starters, you Mm -hmm. know. So that is something that could be a factor, but you know, if half of the Liverpool team goes down in the World Cup. Who the heck knows, man. Right.
0: Yeah. we'll we'll see what happens there. All right. What do you, uh, what do you want to promote? Plug anything floors yours. Um, so one thing that we were talking about doing on this
1: channel, on this episode that I want to get back to is our relegation watch. Oh yes. Uh, Leicester, since we talked about it last, it's been a couple weeks. Leicester managed to beat Nottingham Forest. They had their first win of the season. Mm -hmm. They then managed to lose to Bournemouth, which is my number one team to go down, which Mm -hmm. is making me look very silly right now because they're eighth. So maybe I was completely wrong. Right. Um, But you have Nottingham Forest and Leicester, both with four points. Nottingham Forest have a game in hand. Uh, And then Wolves has six. Southampton has seven. Austin Villa has eight. Everton has ten. Uh... Bournemouth has twelve. I I don't I I don't know. I, I I made some very bold predictions, and I'm not saying that I'm not standing by them. But <laughs> so far, man, it, it's not looking great. If Leicester's mm-hmm. losing to Bournemouth, and I mean those are those are three points they gotta take both nice. times. And that's six points total, and they're losing to them, it's gonna be rough. So I, I keep an eye on that. If Leicester's going to get relegated. That's gonna be some pretty big. News.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll be crazy. It's one of the few teams uh, that, like, I have heard of in the Premier League before doing the show. So that would be surprising for me. Uh, Wolves, I'm like, this is a team named Wolves? What? (laughs) Not that I dislike. I think it's cool. It's just, like, the other teams seem like their places. They're just Wolves. But, uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Um, And, yeah, now anything you'd like to plug or promote? Uh, so uh,
1: same thing as always we're working on show saving throw we recorded yes. last Thursday we're, we're recording, recording this, this Thursday
0: yes. and
1: I think we even get to record next Thursday too mm-hmm. so that'll and be we three are. weeks
0: in a yeah. row. yes uh, and, uh, was I'm working with Chris uh, from this channel who's a voice coach on how to not completely lose my voice over the course of all the recording I've been doing lately so watch for that if my voice gets better as we go that is why uh, you can follow me on Twitter at thefakebmar. This B M A R. Our channel is on Twitter at WickedGoodSport or W G. Everything Instagram WickedGoodEverything. Twitch at Twitch.tv/WickedGoodEverything. slash And on TikTok, search WickedGoodSports. Search WickedGoodEverything. We have a blog, WickedGoodEverythingSports.com. And then uh, yeah, I just had some sad Dolphins videos uh, put up before this one. Uh, but uh, if you're not if you're not that kind of football fan. Honestly, I don't blame you at this point, but I understand. So uh, thank you so much for watching, Rhett. Thank you so much for your time. And we'll see you all in the next one.